what it do, man. This is your boy, North End Floyd, man. And this is the Kickback Podcast Show. This is episode 124, man. This is, you know what I'm saying, the start of the new year, 2023. We kicking off the new year on some positive, influential, inspirational type shit. You know, you feel me? But, uh, man, I appreciate everybody for rocking with your boy, man, supporting another year of the Kickback Podcast, man. Right now, we on YouTube. We on Facebook. Uh, we're everywhere right now, man. And we got a dope show, man. You know what I'm saying? I got the, the usual crew that tap in, you know what I'm saying? The kickback crew, the kickback fam, you know what I'm saying? And we finna rock out. We got some dope questions. We got some, um, we got, we got some dope topics, man, that, you know what I'm saying? We go see what y'all think or whatever. And if y'all disagree with us, you know what I'm saying? It's always a number you can call and bam, that number right there is down below, man. 409-233-0017. I ain't gonna lie, last episode we had a caller, she came through and she was on t- she was a she was on she was on go, man. She came in and she 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 went on a crew or whatever. But you know what I'm saying? It is what it is and or whatever. And we respect everybody's opinion, man. And like uh like I said, man, we got a dope show, man. So let me um let me bring in my guest, man. What's up, Bal? What's up, Ken? What it do, man? What do you do, bro? How you doing? Our fam, how everybody? Everybody straight over here, man. How y'all doing, though? Shoot. Making it, brother. What's going on with you? Man, she, you know what I'm saying? 2023, man. What? What's your goals? For, what's your goals for 2023? I'm going to start with you, Ken. What's your goals for 2023, man? Bro, just to continue to grow, man. Continue, you know what I'm saying? To do all I can to be the best version of me. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. You posted a salad That's up it. earlier today. I think it was either today or yesterday. That thing was... That thing is looking marvelous, man. <laughs> I mean, and that's another thing, bro. Like, you know, I just try to keep growing, man. Even with the salads, like where I started to where I'm at now, I just want to keep growing, man. You know, I don't want to be content with where I'm at. I want to keep growing. Mm. Yeah, what's your what's your um what's your goal for 2023? Shoot, man. Keeping things stable, bro. For real, though. <laughs> growing just- uh the podcast a little bit, man. And uh Shoot, just trying to get some outreach out there. That's what it is, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, growth is beautiful, man. You know, it just takes patience. What's up? I said it just takes a little patience, man. That's all. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. Sure. We're hey, going to get there. We're going to do it. Y'all hear a little echo? Yeah, I do. I do hear that. Yeah. I hear oh, you that. hear? Yeah, man. We got an echo going on. Mm. But it's all good, man. We go, we go try to rock out with it, man. We go, we go dive into some of these topics, man. You know, right now we missing a we missing another uh co-host, man. We missing Erica, you know what I'm saying? She MIA, but you know what I'm saying? She might pop in on us, man. So we'll see what it do. Hey, so, I think when when it, when somebody talking, I think we just might uh, mute our mic, it might help us out a little bit. Yeah, we, I mean we can get good move. Yeah, we could do that too. So let's rock out, man. Let's see what we got, man. Yeah, yeah. She say it's a little echoing going on, man. So I, I don't know what's up with the echo. Hey, Barry, mute your, mute your mic right quick. Let's see what it do. Oh, oh, he already mute. I think that, I, Barry, I think that might be you low, on a low, low, dog. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with you, Barry, but I think your mic, I mean, I think you got the echoing issues going on, man. Hey, Ken, unmute your mic. Yo. Yeah, I think it's bad. Bad. I think your uh, bad got the echoing issues going on, man. Man, I don't know what's going on. That's my bad. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's yeah. it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I tell you what, I'm gonna bounce off real quick and I'm gonna hop back on and see if that do anything. 
I bet. Okay. Ken, I see you with the A's hat, man. What's up with that? Uh, bro, you know, I do a little bit of everything, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. We might have to put Bear on. Um, we might have to get Bear to chime in on the phone or something like that. Right, but, right. Because he's doing that little echo and stuff like that. But, man, you know, um, yeah, we got to get Bear, Bear to use some headphones or something like that or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yo, but man, uh, man, let's dive into a few topics, man. You know what I'm saying? Start off the 2023, man. Let's 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 get it popping, man. And one thing that I've been seeing, man, uh, is a lot of interracial commercials nowadays, bro. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like it's 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 becoming very common now. So, man, why do you think um they not just out your race is more acceptable now in this day and age, man? What what you think? prompted all this shit i mean prompted all this that's going on well i mean number one bro i think that it's more accepted now because i mean interracial schools and also man just breeding athletes i mean you mm. look everywhere people is putting that out there patrick mahomes most of your top celebrities are mixed i mean so therefore so a lot of you know white girls don't have a problem with dating athletes they want an athlete and they they fathers don't have they a love, problem with that they so love i mean the athletes yeah, it's, it's accepted more now mm. because the face of everything that they're putting out there now is interracial. Like what's in your face is now accepted. You know what I'm saying? Commercials and everything, they're pushing the narrative. And, you know what I'm saying? To be honest with you, I've seen this coming a long time ago. I mean, when, you know, when they wouldn't have a black man with a white woman on TV, it just wasn't accepted back then. Mm. So then it was it's like when you see something more regular, you start to accept it. And the thing about it is in Southeast Texas, it's still not accepted as not as accepted much if you uh-uh. go up north. Up north is normal, but I hear you. Yeah. You know, we kind of slowly still get that. that. You still get that look, like oh, look yeah, at that brother, look at that brother with that white chick, or look at that white chick. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 still you know this area is kind of special, man. You know what I'm saying when it comes to diversity and all that type of things. And I'm gonna put it this way: you got those certain spots that you can go to where most of that whole town of white girls date black guys. I think you it's to, orange. I think orange you, is black. Hey, you are you go to orange, you can probably go like <laughs> in deeper like Silsby, okay, um, Silsby, Woodville. Yeah. You go deep in them countries. They 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 like brothers out there. They love them brothers out there, man. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, no disrespect to nobody, but like when or like the, the few people that you know what I'm saying are friends with on in orange, bro. Mm-hmm. It's like dang, it's like dang, that whole town, bro. It's just like, I mean, white chicks is dating the brothers out there, you know. Dating brothers, bro. And but nah, but hold on, nah, it's a certain type of brother. It's a certain type of brother. In orange is a certain type of brother. What's this type of brother that you're talking about? Yeah. I mean, half those brothers in orange, you know what I'm saying? Be the drug dealers, the thugs, and yeah. shit like that. So in orange, it's just like to me, from what I from my experience, I mean, mm-hmm. it's all my opinion. I've seen like the white girls get tied up with number thugs, and then it's they they flood that that town with nothing but mixed babies, single women with black babies. I see so. it. I, I ain't gonna lie, I see it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I say. The, the chicks that I follow, check them out, you know what I'm saying, their page or whatever, you know what I'm saying, yeah. something the kids is mixed or something. I'm like, damn, it's rocking out there in Orange. Right. Yeah, so I think I even had a homeboy that moved out there to Orange and he was messing with, like, a, you know what I'm saying, a white chick or whatever. But, yeah, I, I think, like, I, I, I think, like, the generation, like, our parents' generation and everything, you know what I'm saying, they getting older, they low-key dying out and stuff like that. And the generation, you know what I'm saying, like, us and younger, they're more... I'm not going to say they can relate more to us, but they love our culture more as far as like the music, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the swag or whatever. So 
I mean, they rock with us more. So, of course, I think, you know what I'm saying? They may rock with you, but I don't think the parents rock with you. Nah, I think that, nah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Uh, but I think if the parent, like, like us parents and and stuff like that, you know, I think they they they'll agree with it. I think it's just the older parents, like our parents. Uh I, I'm gonna have to just. I mean, I'm gonna put it this way, bro. It's still hidden. I mean, cause no no white dude want to see his daughter dating a black guy. It's just, I mean, it's built in. It's it's like I don't want to see that. I mean, because you gotta understand, they still view us a certain way now. Don't get it twisted. You but, know, like you. Yeah, that athlete that you're talking about, that athlete, he get a pass. He, he get, get a pass. pass if he's if he's a good athlete. If he's a good athlete, and if he's going places, that yeah. they see that they see dollar signs. They he see can't be hey, on no, he can't be on no bench. He can't be on the bench. He got to be that star. Like that star athlete, get the pass. If you know what I'm saying, if you're a star athlete, they look at you a whole totally different way. And yeah. I mean, like I said, uh, I see my bro, my bro hit. Uh, he just charmed in. I mean, diversity. I mean, it is accepted, but at the end of the day, you know, you still looked upon, you know what I'm saying? Nobody want to be like, hey, I'm racist, because now if you say that, if you say the N-word, if it get caught saying N-word, shit, you get canceled, you get fired. So that is still hidden. I mean, now, for us black people, we never really been racist. Like, if a white, if a black dude brung a white girl home, you, you never heard her, get out of my house. I never heard that when I came up. I never heard my mom treat a white girl bad. When she uh, came to visit, you know uh, what I'm saying? My, that's my, just... gra my grandma said some things. I was living with my grandma. She told me, Don't ever bring one out the house, or you ain't coming in the house. <laughs> right, 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 right. Hey, don't, even, don't bring one in the house, or you, you going out the house. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> right. That was just how grandma was, you know. But mm -hmm. my parents wasn't like that at all, though. Right. They yeah, like you said, it's the older generation. I think she, it's more because of what she saw. She saw what they did to her to the guys back in the day, so it made her more fearful of you dating one. Yeah, hey, Bal, what's up? Okay, all right, we got a little better now. We ain't got no echoes right now. <laughs> all right, all right, bet. <laughs> Sorry Yo, for the technical difficulties, man. Nah, man, you know how it is, man. Oh, my boy Adrian, I he he the snow bunny slayer. He used to be known as the snow bunny slayer. That's why he said he could speak on this. So. He ain't gonna call, and then I wish he could chime in and call uh, yeah. his experiences uh, with different females, and I'm not in this area. Oh well, he can't do none of that. To be honest with you, my bad, Adrian. Um, but uh, yeah, man, uh, I ain't my bad. They don't even call you that, Adrian. Let me chill out, man. That's the only. <laughs> I ain't trying to get him in trouble or whatever. But hey, bear, we talking about like why is it why is dating outside the race more acceptable now? in society man well why do you think that it's allowed now man for the people you know what i'm saying to you know what i'm saying it's not no weird thing now shoot is it <laughs> i mean i think it I'm, personally i had ne i never had a problem with uh with you know interracial dating and anything like that i mean shoot one of my i got a i got an uncle man who who's uh married to this woman they've been married for years white woman been married to her for years man and i mean they have a beautiful relationship um i and now i've dated um outside of the race a few times before but dude um i think i think it's uh more acceptable now maybe me because i think uh you know the older generation is kind of you know that that hate is kind of sweated out a little bit but the newer generation they just all about you know they just all about love for anybody they really don't care that much about that at all and at the same time though i think it 
I think it's it is accepted, but at the same time, I think it's not really fully accepted still, just because I think it might be just like some people uh, low key just hating sideline, you know, and behind the scenes, and they're just not saying anything about it. But behind closed doors, they talking to their friends about I can't believe he fooled around and going with this white woman and all like that, and, and you know, or or you know, they got all these black women out here. Why they why is he uh, dipping over here and these white people or whatever like that? And I've heard that a few times, you know, but I'm. But again, I think that's more old heads than anything else. Yo, you know what? When I moved to Colleen, like in 98 or whatever, when I went out there, yo, that town was so diverse, bro. Like it was common. Like it wasn't no. Yeah. Big. I mean, it's an army town. It's an army base or whatever. But bro, I was like, just about to say that, too. I think that's probably the high influence about that. Bro, it was common to see yeah. different ethnics hanging out and dating and holding hands and and stuff like that. And you know, in 1998 in Southeast Texas, it'd be like you seen with like a the opposite, you know what I'm saying, race or something. They looking at you, they they talking about you, they they might be calling you sellout or whatever, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it it just flipped the script now that uh you know what I'm saying, it's it's getting a little relaxed or whatever and stuff like that. But um yeah, man, I just think it's like, you know what I'm saying, as far as except, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this before we move on. Would What's y'all good? be would y'all be okay with y'all kids dating outside? Hey, bro. Boy, you hit you hit it out the park. I was just about to tell Can you. You be okay with my, that? I was just about to tell you this. <laughs> I'm good with it. This I'm is when, whoever you want. This is when it got real to me, bro. When my son's mother had told me that my son, like the white girls, like, you know, your son hey, like white girls. Hold on, how how old is he? My son is 13. He's about, he about to be 14. Okay. <laughs> and, 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 and so That's almost had, my son's age, man. He's so 12, I, 13 this year. Yeah. So when I had that conversation with him, I was like, hey, now hold on, son. I mean, let me tell you, mm-hmm. you know, wh- why is it that you choose? Why are, why are you saying this? Yeah, like, you know, you got to yeah. understand that, hey, your mother's black. Your father's black. I mean, you got to love black women first. And his response was, dad, you know, at my school, I said, well, don't judge all women based off of what you see at your school because yeah, you know no. what I'm saying at the end of the day you seeing well they loud they ghetto whatever whatever I said that doesn't mean that every black woman is that way so <laughs> I want you to understand <laughs> that lie. you're looking at a small percent yeah. of black women before you make that judgment that you want to date a white girl I said because there's a whole bunch of things that you got to understand that comes with this now mm-hmm. even though it's accepted it's not accepted everywhere no. Nah. So I had to give my I had to be real with my son, but I don't want him to grow up hating anybody. Mm-hmm. I said, whoever you choose to love, I'm going to support you. But I want you to understand what comes with that. Is it just is, it comes with something now? If you have any oh, children, they're going to have to deal with certain things as they grow older. Certain people going to look at them weird or, you know, have things to say because everybody's not OK, even though we want to be OK with it. Hey, everybody's mm-hmm. not OK. You said that's that, facts. You said that, um, Adrian. Oh, hold on, man. <laughs> you called him out. Now he got to call you up. <laughs> you said that, uh, hold on, we got to call. Let me, let me, let me see what this. Let me see what's up with this caller. Oh shit! Turn that mic up. Hey. Yeah, I about to say I can't hear you. Hey, uh, man, I had to hang up on the caller, dog, because y'all say y'all couldn't hear me. I don't know what happened with the thing. Can y'all hear me now? I can hear you, but you're still low. You ain't yeah, loud. Yeah, you low. Like your volume went down all of a sudden. I don't know what happened to that. I, that, I don't know what happened with the caller, but uh, you said that he needs to love black women first. 
I, I didn't say he need to love black women first. I just wanted him to understand that, you know, that's where you come from. You know, you come from a, a black father and a black mother. Yeah. Uh, let me, let me, uh, hold on, hold on. My, he trying to, the caller trying to call me, but it's tripping or whatever. So we just go avoid, we just go, we just go knock the call out. I know who, I know who calling or whatever. He was going to chime in on a thing or whatever, but it's, it's, it's tripping. So. Hey, your volume's still low, homie. Hey, my volume. What's going on today, man? <laughs> I mean, you know, we could hear you, but it's just not as loud as we would like. But we could hear you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can work through it. So I don't yeah. want to. Yeah, we can I work. I want to stop the show through for for you know. I just got to tone it. You know, tune in a little bit closer. That's all. Yeah, I just, I just put your ear on the mic real quick <laughs> on the speaker. The I just cut the thing off, man. Yeah, for oh, well, sure. But yeah, Ken, I feel you on that though, man. I mean, look, my son, whenever he gets to that point, yo, he can date whoever he want to date, whatever color. It don't matter to me. Um, that's it's all good as long as it's all respect. You know what I mean? But um, I'm with you on the fact that you, you still got the old heads. You know what I mean? The people who are still bred in that that racist mindset. You know yeah. that you know he gonna have to watch out for some of that. You know, some people are going to yeah. drop stereotypes on the kids. You know. Um, you know, people are going to look at them funny. Now, the thing is, when they get older, you know, like when they get to like our age or even when they get to their 20s, it might not be as prevalent as it is for us or as it was, you know, even just like 10, 15, 20 years ago, just mm -hmm. because of the fact that, you know, let's just keep it real. Those those old mindsets are literally going to be dying out because those people are going to be passing on. Uh, it's going to be fewer and fewer individuals probably thinking in that mindset, thinking in that way. Right. Hopefully, that's what I'm hoping for. But you know, but like, but like you said, we gotta we gotta teach them. Look, that's cool if you like this this person. However, well, you know, there's going to be some consequences that's going to come from that. There's going to be some looks that's going to come from that. There's going to be some comments. There's going to be some hate. There's probably going to be some eggs thrown at you, man. I mean, you know, it's just going to be something. Yeah. Now uh, to be a, a cop might to, pull you over for no reason just because he sees you got you a white girl in your car with you. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, now to be honest with you, now to be to be trans very transparent, mm -hmm. the conversation was a whole lot different when it came to my daughter. When her mother said yeah. your daughter likes white boys or she think white boy, it was totally different. Mm. I had to hurry up and have a conversation with her, like, hey, you sure this is what you want to do? Right. You know, I want you to understand I'm not knocking it, but you bring a white boy home in a minute and he disrespect you or some shit like that, it's gonna be totally different. I mean, the same thing could be said with a black guy if he disrespect True. you, but it's like it's a it's a whole nother level because I have so much uh, built up after mm -hmm. when I think about what they did, when I think about you know, he seeing a white boy say call a black sister bitch or a nigga, it does something to me. So if yeah. a dude ever was to call my daughter that is a yeah. see, I'm not worried about my son calling a white girl that because he's not gonna disrespect her. And right. a white girl can call, you know, it's different when a white girl say, What's up, nigga? It's different than when a white boy call a black girl nigga. It's just it feel different. Really? It is a totally different feeling for me. See, it's I just like don't a like level it. Disrespect. I don't like it, period. I, don't yeah, like I mean, period, I'm just but, saying, like, but I, I wouldn't even want a white girl to call me that, but I'm just saying mm -hmm. is a, it comes from a different place. 
Okay. Like there are some white girls that would be like, but I think you my nigga. I think you, you know, they throw the word out there like love or endearment. Yeah. yeah. But when a white guy called my uh just say if he did say that to my daughter, it wouldn't be coming from a place of endearment. It would be coming from a pure place of hatred. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm saying, like, I pray that it never happens, but the conversation was different. So I was a little bit uncomfortable with her. And I was a little bit more comfortable with him, if that makes sense. And I understand it's a double standard, but well, you you know, it's always a little uncomfortable with your daughter and stuff like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? When it yeah, yeah, because that's your princess, you know. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't have a daughter. You do, you guys y'all have daughters, so I, I'm gonna have to just you know deter to y'all's mindset on that. But I, yeah. I kind of feel that I can understand that. I just had to be honest, and that's the thing about this show, yeah. man, or this podcast. I never came on this show to to, to try to make myself. I seem like I was I'm always gonna try to be honest. Yeah. And people may not agree so, with me and may, you know, be like, man, that dude crazy, but that's just my yeah. stance. And you know, you have a, a, a right to disagree with me. Mm-hmm. This is just how I feel about it. You know what I'm saying? Cause I don't hate anybody. I don't hate white people. I don't hate Asian people. But when it comes to my children, I do look at it differently. You know what I'm saying? Like if she chooses a date, will I accept it? Of course I will. Yeah. But it will be, hey, motherfucker, don't fuck up now. Nah. Hey, you know, and you know this show, <laughs> and you know this show, man. Hey, how my volume is? Still low, but I you I can work with it. Yeah, we can work with you, bro. I don't know why my volume low. Like don't spend, you know, yeah, you are. We, we can work with it, bro. I yeah, yeah, you. yeah. Don't burn your energy on that, dog. You good? I mean, you good enough. We can hear you, but it's just like I said, just a little bit lower than your than normal. Than normal, yeah. All right. Well, you know, um, like I was gonna say, man. Um, you know, you know, race, it, it plays. We don't we like to say it don't play a big part in stuff like that in society, mm-hmm. but it, it does, man. And, and you got to be careful because, you know, like I say, when you're dating, like like you say, man, that brother be with that white chick, man. You know, anything happens, man, you know, we're scared if the, uh, domestic abuse, violence, if something happens or whatever, you know what I'm saying? That brother, <laughs> you know, hey. in trouble, man. <laughs> Florida, Florida, I'm laughing, bro. I'm not laughing at what you said. I'm laughing because I'm thinking of a story. I'm gonna I, give, I got a story. I ain't gonna tell that story. No, I'm a, story, hey, no. I'm gonna share a little bit of light on it. I don't want to share too much. I remember in my single days, I was dating. I started. Well, I didn't date. I was talking to the worker. I didn't. Let me make sure I say that right. I didn't date her. I was talking to her, and uh, we went to a restaurant. And I was like, "Well, why do you want to go to that restaurant?" And so when we went to that restaurant. I think I came maybe about five, ten minutes late. And, you know, I'm like, hey, you know, I'm sorry. You know, I'm here. What's up? Let's go grab us something to eat. And, and I guess because she, I think something happened to somebody in her family or something. So I'm just like, well, you know, I, I'm already uncomfortable because there's no brothers in that motherfucker. No black people. It's nothing but white people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she started crying. And I'm like, hey, what, what's going on here? Like, hey, it's time to go. Because the first thing people was going to think is, yeah. I done you, something to Yeah, I'm about to say, what you did. What I did. So I'm yeah. like, look, man, it's, it's time to bounce. So I'm, I'm feeling uncomfortable. Like, I don't even want to be on this date no more, whatever. Mm. So we outside, and she's talking to me. I'm just like, man, I ain't feeling this shit, man. I'm ready to bounce. So so like I said, somebody walked by, looking back, hey, are you okay? Is everything okay? And I'm like, <laughs> see, this is kind of shit I'm talking about. I ain't fucking touch you. But you got people looking at me like I didn't done you something like I, you know, because I'm the black guy and you with me, you crying. They looking at me automatically as I didn't done something to you. So it's time to go. And like I said, ever since then, bro, I just me and that girl never talked after that because, I mean, she didn't understand the situation she put me in. 
Right. You see, and that's the thing right there, man. It's uh, it's not even. I mean, let's just keep it real, dude. Whenever you come, when you date somebody outside your race, man, you're bringing them into a whole nother world, man. Whole nother world. It is not even just the whole racism part about it, too. It's just, it's just, dude. Black is a whole nother level. Let's just keep it real. Black is a whole nother. It's different from white, man. The white upbringing and black upbringing is just kind of, it's, it's different, man. You know, well, so it's just like there are things that that they would not understand whenever. This whole pandemic thing, you know, with the whole uh, uh, Black Lives Matter movement and everything like that during that time period, there were a lot of people that remember that whole the whole uh, thing was uh, that having that uncomfortable conversation because everybody you have you tried to talk to about that, they never could understand that. So you had to go into this whole in-depth conversation of basically why we're going through this, why we're thinking about this, why we're dealing with it like this, why we're reacting to it like this, why yeah. we're emotional about it like this. And it's such a whole, it's, it's a different level, man, living, a, uh, living as a black man and trying to bring a white woman into your life, man, and talk about that kind of stuff. I mean, not saying it can't be done, but it's just, it's just different. And they have to understand whenever you coming into this, you're coming into a whole nother, it's like moving to a whole nother country. It's just completely well, different. I'm gonna put it this way. When you're dating a white girl, and if you're a black guy, the minute something, any, it doesn't matter what happened. It doesn't matter if it becomes an argument and she feel like you got aggressive. The first thing she, if she calls the police, you're automatically going to jail. You, they're not going to even hear your side of the story, bro. You automatically First off, you shouldn't be with this white girl. And if don't let her be a pretty, fine, attractive white girl, come on. Come on here, brother. We going to lock you up because they want to ruin you. If you're a good, successful guy, got a good job working for a corporate company, you dating. It, it's happening. Now, so what to, to make this really shit hit y'all, it happened <laughs> right in front of y'all face. Oh, boy, that works for uh, he's a news anchor. And he was he had a, 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 a affair with a white girl. She was his co-host. And they decided they wanted to be together. Shit, they fired both because he he was married. And I think he started messing with that chick. I forgot his name. He's a black popular news anchor. But what I'm trying to say is they wait on the opportunity to bring you down. If you like say with Tiger Woods, oh, they was happy when Tiger got caught. They was happy when all that shit happened with Tiger. Shit, bro. They wanted to bury Tiger. Well, I mean, all the I mean, and it, uh, every Kobe. guy, man, and you know, yeah, my, I remember Kobe with that girl in Colorado, bro. My only issue with that shit is, bro, and this this is why I blame us. When we do get it to a point and we making money and we we successful, we make it to the league. The first thing we run to is a white girl. Now, <laughs> I don't understand it. And I don't understand these dudes that's in the league. Hey, man, I, no. I don't. Bro. I'm laughing, man, because my uncles be used to coming in with, used to come with that same argument. I mean, man. I mean, it's true. Every dude that's in the league got him a white girl. But the thing, uh, most of them got him a. And then, like I said, either they they bodies fake or you know what I'm saying they are supermodel, whatever. Mm -hmm. But what about the woman that really held you down, like from day one? I mean, to me, I don't believe that because I made it now that if I get me a premium white girl. That that makes that validates me. It validates me with a whatever woman held me down from day one. That's what I think we me. had. I think like you know, 
decades ago, that was kind of like the status symbol for black men. You know, it's like, OK, you're not six. You're successful when you get money. Yeah. Yeah. But you're not really successful until you get one of them white women up on your shoulder, on your arm, too. That was that that was a thing. Yeah. Back yeah in the true, day, you true. know, I mean, and, and I think it was more of like an arm candy slash status symbol uh, for back then. I think, like I said, I think now I think um uh, like I said, the younger generations and and like our generation and younger are more open and just more uh, just more looking for actual love instead of actually trying to just you know placate you know or just me or just try to have a look at me type mentality. Right. Like I said, I got no problem dating a white woman. It's just one of those things. Like I said, you just have to make sure that you know what you're getting yourself into. And you know that you're bringing her into. Let me drop a little jewel on y'all. Do you What's know? That? that every other race when it comes down to like an Asian woman when an Asian woman marries a white guy her family thinks she made it mm -hmm. when a Hispanic woman marries a white guy they think she made it when any other race Indian whatever when they all it doesn't matter if that dude's trailer park trash <laughs> it don't matter the fact that right. she married a white guy they're happy they're applauding that shit but the black guy could be a fucking CEO of a company, but because she married that black guy, they look down mm -hmm. upon her family-wise. So, I mean, and this is things I know. I'm not even speaking, and I'm not saying this is every family, but majority. No, no. Yeah. Majority. So yeah. we're so black. Yeah, so where we rank on the on the poll of, of, of people, black people at the bottom, like black men. When a woman dates a black man, it's like, oh, you got a black guy. And then I think the <laughs> black women are a little bit less than that. Like yeah. they at the bottom, because like no oh, nobody yeah. really wants the black woman. So it's up to us to start adding more value back into black women. Black because women are, black women are too aggressive, they too yes, they're too violent, that's what I'm they're saying. Too like loud, no, nobody wants this, them. That nope. Nobody wants them. The white nope. man don't want them. The Asian guy don't want them. They Hispanic. So we have to, and I'm not saying we, because they got to first do the work them damn self. But as black men, the reasons why we probably go outside is because of the shit that they're doing today. Mm. All this, you know, you know, what's that shit called? Uh, city girls and popping all that, popping your ass, showing your ass. You can't tell too many black women shit these days. Because it's women empowerment. They're going to do what the fuck they want to do. It's hard to really find a woman that's really tuned in to you and listen to I, take the feedback. And I, like right now, what I'm saying, they're going to come in here and think I'm talking about them. Mm -hmm. And I'm not. I'm just giving you real. Like, mm -hmm. I love black women. I want to see my black women do good. Oh, no but doubt. it's how they carry themselves is the problem. Like, you know, when you go into a store and, and, a, and you have a disagreement, it'll be the black woman that want to act a goddamn fool. Well, like on. learn how to have an argument or a disagreement in a respectful way and walk out. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know what? You know what, ma'am? You know, whatever. I, I don't think they're right, but I'm going to go ahead and pay and I'm going to walk out. Man. Don't you don't always got to make a scene. You ain't always got to, you know what I'm saying, come across the, the counter and, and go upside a motherfucker head. You ain't always got to do that. As well, I can't, I can't just put that on just all black women, do because, I mean, you got the Karens out there, dude. You know what no, I'm no, saying? No, no, Karen, no. Karen, Karen is a totally different type of person. She, <laughs> she cries, she cries wolf. She, you know, yeah. oh, oh, he, that's a totally different situation. I'm saying, yeah. okay. don't let somebody provoke and pull us out the box all the time. Man, because they're only getting a, a very 
a small sample size of black people and they cast that shit on the news and white people don't really have a black friend. So they're going to only make their judgment off of what they see on the news. Hold Every on, black guy's on. a thug. Hey, you know why? Because that's all they see on the news. Hey, Ken. Yeah. Before we move on, I want to go back to you saying like as far as like the city girls, you know what I'm saying? As far as music wise. Now, I can't put blame on music as far as the females or what they're doing now because for the longest, you know what I'm saying? Since for the longest from Snoop Dogg from Too Short. Oh man. Hip hop disrespect. Disrespecting and yeah. females. You know what I'm saying? Just dragging them through the mud. So as far as like the city girls, I'm not finna just blame them now because the city girls are doing their thing. But because for the longest, you know, Snoop, I love Snoop, but all he talked about was bees and hoes ain't yeah bees ain't but hoes and so right 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 yeah like like hip-hop like the music you listen to back in the days you know i'm saying like the isley brothers al green you know Mm -hmm. and these brothers were singing songs about they woman loving the black woman and this and that yes hip-hop came and then it was like dogging females you know i'm saying like you trash you ain't nothing i just want to hit you know i'm saying suck this and that like that so I can't really blame the city girls for for doing what they're doing now because so much has been disrespected and they just kind of flipping it. Now they try well, to disrespect. Okay. Like you that. you you saying something that I can respect, but it's for you to use your own discernment and know there are certain females out there that deserve that type of treatment. And the, what I mean when I say deserve, because that's how they care in themselves, but not every woman. That song don't apply to every woman. So as a man that listens to that music, I already know, like when back even when I was young, I didn't apply that type of music to a woman that carried herself a class. I would be a goddamn fool. You, but you yeah. know what I'm saying? I knew who to play that. I knew when that music applied. If a woman was carrying herself like that, I'd say she, she ain't nothing but a hole in the street. Yeah. Well, it's the, it's about the energy that you put out. Yeah. You know, no, no, no. Most definitely is about the yeah. energy. But I'm saying, and now in today's climate, when we talk about city girls, is a nine a nine out of ten that young girl gorilla. All these young girls nowadays that's in the twenties and the thirties. That's how they moving. Mm-hmm. I at a young age, at that same age, I stopped listening to that type of music, and I made a transition to right. know, hey, you know what? I don't want to listen to that no more. I don't want to take a girl on a date, listen to a fuck action and screw. You have to know mm-hmm. when to pull that shit out. You when I'm at the crib by myself, I can listen to Too Short. I can listen right. to all that shit. But when I'm on a date with a girl, I got to know how to turn that switch on and off. But Ken, you did. But a lot of guys out there, our age, they still haven't turned that switch off. You know what no. I mean? <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're right. And you're right. You're right. Um, they haven't, and and I mean, and that just to me, bro, that just comes with awareness. You know, yeah. what I'm saying a lot of people, a lot of people lack awareness, bro, of the situation, because you know you gotta at some point you gotta get out of that. I'm a thug, all that 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 mode, because mm-hmm. when you're and and it depends on what type of female you're dealing with too, because you might have a female that's shit. She wanna listen to that shit, but I don't want to deal with a chick that's telling me when I pull up and you got your you your shit. Thumping harder than my shit. You know what I'm saying? So you just gotta know what you're dealing with. Like if a, if a chick came out with some toils, I'm about to say she got amp- things in the back. <laughs> yeah, you already know what time it is. That intimidates you a little bit, her bang. Right. It, hey, it ain't no conversation, bro. I'm done. She say, hey, let's hey, my I'm car. Done. Look, it's over. You She's come a- out there with some twelves and an amp and your shit kicking. 
Bro, you too hood for me, baby. You, you, got, you got too many big brothers and shit that didn't put you on the wrong <laughs> shit. You need, to, you need to tone your shit down. You need to soften up, baby. You know, you ain't play with baby dolls when you was a kid. So hey, well, let's let's go ahead. Let me switch the topic. Is go ahead and do your thing. Is uh black Americans are least likely to get married. Why do you think that? This now this 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 can dive deep down the hole because I think is I don't think it's one set thing. But mm. why do you think black Americans are least likely to get married? I think too many, too many uh, stories, man. I think a lot of people are getting bad information from guys that have been married, from their homeboys that may have been married, or homeboys may have got cheated on. Oh man, don't don't do it, don't do it. Too many people are saying don't do it mm-hmm. versus do it. See, what I'm saying it, it's it's a pros and cons. Okay, I said don't do it. Yeah, Reconsider. yeah. But I'm gonna put it this way, Floyd. Read some litter. There's more pros than there are cons. Uh, the person that's saying don't do it, he's telling you. Man, don't get married because of that that little small percentage that happens out there when you don't communicate, when you don't, when y'all don't make it and things go sour. But what mm-hmm. happened when you do make it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have the time for the negative shit, but give me the positive. Anytime a person went through a divorce, they're not going to tell you the, the glory. They're not going to mm-hmm. tell you the beauty of the situation. They're only going to tell you the storm. I don't want to hear the negative shit that you've been through because th- what you whatever happened between you, you and your wife ex-wife that may not be my story see i'm saying and i'm gonna just tell people like when somebody asks me man what do you think about marriage it's constant work but if if you're willing to put in the work it's worth it Mm -hmm. now if you if you don't want to put in the work that's on you it's just like anything else if you don't want to put in the work man you won't be good it's like i never seen kobe say fuck it i fuck practice you can't ask to be great if you don't put in the work you're gonna fuck up you're gonna make mistakes but don't be so quick once you fuck up to just run. Let, right. let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. AI was famous saying practice. You think he would have been on a whole nother level if he cared about practice? I, I'm going to put it this way. AI AI was a, a hell of an athlete. For real? But I also do believe that practice does make perfect. I think like so. there's a lot of there's probably a reason why he didn't win a championship. Uh, that's why I say too. There's there's a lot of reasons why, you know what I'm saying? He was the like I said, he was a very talented guy. But yeah, had he, he had, but listen, point. had he had practice, his camaraderie with his teammates would have been better. His chemistry, they yeah. say he didn't have a team. He had a team. It's just that he didn't put in the practice to make sure that chemistry. See, there's a difference between chemistry and a connection. Mm. But I ain't gonna I ain't gonna touch on that. That's a totally different, <laughs> that's a totally different story. But again. <laughs> Practice is very important. Nah. Practice is very important, bro. Because you know, as an athlete, I'm gonna tell you now. They said the work comes in in practice. Basically, the game is just rehearsal. Yeah. When you practice, you didn't made the play already a million times in practice. Deion Sanders, he didn't made the the key play a million times in practice. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So when you get in the game, that's just really warming up. You didn't you didn't practice fucking hard all week long. Game day is just rehearsal. Yep. But that's uh shoot, that's like uh you could use that analogy with uh what's that boy's name that made that pick against uh Russell Wilson in the Super Bowl? Um Butler. Butler, yeah. Yeah. Butler messed around. I mean, they practiced that same play Play. over and over Over again all season long. Never never made that play call until that moment in the Super Bowl. And he said he didn't even remember doing it. He said it just went, it was just a natural. Uh, move movement that he just jumped right in front of that ball like that, and right. all that practice made 
that one play just natural instinct. Natural instinct. And, and that's see, what that's I'm going to tell you, that natural instinct, bro, like, uh, you know, to me, I remember one time I was playing a football game, and I looked back at the film, and I don't even know how I made that play. But because, like <laughs> I said, I'm being honest with you. Yeah. It was just a natural instinct to do that. And so, like I said, you know, when you do practice and you didn't, you know, you the defensive coach tell you all the time, don't let nobody beat you this way. Don't don't bite on this. Don't bite on that. So all all practice, they're teaching you how to not get beat on that move. So it's just a natural instinct to do that. So, I mean, that's why I say marriage and relationships, man, it's constant work. If you're not willing to put the work in, then that's different. You're going to be single for the rest of your life yeah, because right. you're going to run into that same problem with whatever woman you with. And, and I, I've true. learned that. It's, a, it's the same problem, but people tend to solve it different ways. Yeah. Like, say, for instance, uh, in math, when you do an equation, there's shortcuts to the equation. And sometimes there's several steps. When I was in, in math class, there's like, man, this, this, this problem is going to take by five, six steps. There are some people that didn't, they missed steps. So guess what? When they missed steps, they got the fucking wrong answer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then there are certain people that was fucking math geniuses. They didn't have to go all the way to step four. They was able to solve the shit in step two. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, there's different ways to solve problems. But guess what? The problem is still the same. You're going to run into that same problem with whatever woman you with. It's just learning how to solve your problem. Yeah. Your way. Yeah. Man, I tell you what, that natural instinct, man, it's, it'll 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 show your truth. Because that's like one of the things I've used to I've, I've always been saying, man, you know, you know, they're talking about, you know, actions speak louder than words. But yeah, that's true. Action do speak louder than words because anybody can say anything. But at the same time, anybody can do anything, too. It's your natural instinct that's really going to yeah. show who you truly are. Well, and, and, and I really answer this question in full detail. It has a lot to do with your circle, the people you hang with. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, black people are likely to get married. Black Americans, because, I mean, the crowd, the crowd they're hanging with. Positive people not hanging with positive people. Married people not hanging with married people. You mm-hmm. have married people hanging with single people that's causing that married person to later become single. So uh, You know what? I like what T.P. said. T.P. said okay, you, go ahead. you got married men out there that's that that's talking about how marriage is negative, you know. That's that's what yeah. I said. That's what yeah. I, that's what I was telling you. Like, don't yeah. do it. You remember I was saying like, don't do it. When when I had some when a person go through a, a marriage or a problem, the first thing they tell you, like, you may have a homeboy that's getting ready to get married, and you instead of you saying, "Bro, congratulations, bro," you know that's what's up, and telling him the beauty of marriage. Yep. The first thing you say is, "Don't do it." Hey, I, and you know what? That's not even that's not even just a black issue because I remember I, I told. When right. I, married, I remember I told uh, my manager, uh, hey, man, I got to take a few days off or whatever. He said, for what? I say, I'm getting married. He said, why are you doing that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's just some that's just a male thing, dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll put it this way. There's so many. And there's some truth, though. There's some truth to to the marriage thing. There's some truth that certain things does change. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie. Certain things does change. But that's just because your priorities change. Doesn't mean that the marriage is not good. Doesn't mean that marriage sucks. It just means that y'all have more important things. Like, for instance, there's a stage from boy to man. Mm-hmm. Boys are not buying homes. Boys are mm. still at apartment at their mama house. So when you get married, the only thing shouldn't be sex. Sex shouldn't be. Oh, that's all we talk about. Because you're married now. You have other goals. You got other things that you're trying to achieve. 
So, I mean, for me, when you get married, it's about building. It's about growing. It's about help pushing each other to wherever their goal is, their destiny. I, I want my wife to be the best version of her. If she say, baby, I want to open up a business, I'm going to say, baby, let's get behind you and make sure you do that. And if I say I want to do something, it's about getting behind me. And, and and I think that most people get so caught up into when they get married, they think, oh, you know, their sex life going to stop and all that. It's not that it stops. It's just that you start focusing on other things. Dude, yeah, yeah they listening to the wrong things. And you know what? That's another problem, too. I think a lot of people fool around want to. I'm not even going to say a lot of people. I think a lot of guys more more than anything else. They they want to focus on what they think the marriage relationship is going to be like, because they get their, their ideas from, uh, from TV, from yeah. television and from movies, you know what I mean? So they're just thinking, I mean, you know, all these little sitcoms be talking about, Oh, well, shoot, I don't have a sex life because you know, as soon as I got married, never had sex again, you know, and it's because it's some sitcom little joke. It's the same running joke on it. Any sitcom that you watch, whether you got a married guy on there, they're always going to give that same little stupid little punchline. Yeah. And everybody, and it just kind of like feeds into some of these guys' narratives, and they just think, oh, well, that's just how it is whenever you get married. You're just going to lose that. And you're going to be the ball and chain. It's the ball and chain now. It's the, yeah. uh, okay, she's going to go run off and run off and do all this shopping and everything. And you're just here just to bring home the bacon, and you're the dumb dad, you know, and all like that. But it's that's just not the thing. And what the problem is, is not only the fact that we just focus too much on what we see in TV and movies, but we're not getting the example that we need because we have so many single households, single parent households, single mother households where the father is not there. He's not trying to represent. He's not trying to help out. Floyd, you you were lucky. One of those lucky guys who didn't have to worry about that because your pops was a great example for you. You know, saying for you and your mom, I mean, with him and him and your mom, the way their relationship was. But not a lot of us had that. And it's not an excuse, not saying that, you know, we can't overcome that because I feel like I I was able to overcome that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, uh, we're we're just not giving ourselves the opportunities to bring up younger, the younger generation to help them out to see what 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 it should be. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I, and I, I, like I said, I think it goes back to what I said, bro. It's not a lot of positive examples. You know, when you don't, yeah. a lot of us are surrounding ourselves with, or, you know, even as, it could be a dude from high school, like I said. And I, I told somebody this recently. A lot of people are who they always been. I don't believe yeah. that, uh, you know what I'm saying? Even like if you know this guy from high school, Floyd, and you're like, man, I ain't fucked with that dude back in high school. Mm-hmm. It's probably a reason you didn't fuck with him. He's probably in as you get older, he didn't necessarily change. You think that people when they grow and they get older that they change. The truth is they really are still the same. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm pretty much the same guy I've always been. I've grown a little bit and it's a little certain areas I got a little bit more wiser in and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. the way I see the world has always been the same way. Mm-hmm. So when I say that, like you have some people that's like, man, that person changed or that person is switched up. It's all about your perspective. You sitting on the ground and I'm in the air. You're going to I don't look like a plane to you no more. Like, damn, what is that? You can't recognize that who I am because I'm so far away from you. But everybody right. on the ground still see you. This perspective has changed because I'm elevating. Now, if you're a plane in the air with me, you can see that I'm a plane. Mm-hmm. We both in the air. We see each other. But when that person on the ground, you can't see what the fuck it is. You want to say it's a UFO yeah, you can't because you still on the ground. So I want to surround myself with people that's growing. I don't want to surround myself with people that's still on the ground. Yeah, and if that makes any sense, y'all. 
stagnant. Yeah. And then, you know, another thing that we, we see too, man, when, when we see a healthy relationship, you know what I'm saying? That brother and that sister or, you know, any other couple out there and they doing anything and they loving each other. A lot of people look at them and say, oh, they lame. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they lame. He, he, or they lying. Yeah, he lying, lying or something like that. They can't be happy or something like that. It, right. it, the negative is always the forefront of right. anything and stuff like that. You know? Yeah. And, and that's the thing, you know what I'm saying? When you get married, it's, it's a team effort. It's a commitment effort. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, you know, as far as argument, you're going to have to you gonna have to bear the brunt. You gonna sometimes you might want to apologize just so y'all can work out the things and stuff like that. You might have to be the bigger person. And a lot of people, that pride. a lot of people is not ready for that commitment. They not ready for that that loyalty, that discipline that it takes for marriage, man. Because you know what? It's like when you have a kid, you don't really know what to expect. I mean, you you see the parenting and all that, and the, and but until you become a parent, you don't really actually know how you're going to really handle that situation. And that's how we see. Boy, hey, when I tell you, when I tell you, bro, when I tell you, me and you, boy, we see shit the same way because I swear I haven't talked to you all week. And I had just told my partner this yesterday. I said, everybody want to be a mother until they become a mother. Everybody want to be a father until they, it's their time to be a father. You, you, you 18, like, oh, I can't wait till I be a daddy. Yeah. Not when it's your time, what you gonna do? You don't even take care of your responsibility. You wanna go buy Jordans versus buying Pampers. Mm-hmm. When it's your time to be a mother, it's you don't want to step up and go buy milk. You wanna go run into a club mm-hmm. or you wanna sneak a nigga in while your, your kids at the house. Yeah, you don't wanna be a mother, go you know on. what I'm saying? So everybody wanna be that that parent until it's time for you to be that parent. Yeah, that I don't understand, you know what I'm saying? Like I took fatherhood. Very serious, bro. I took it very serious. And I ain't gonna lie. I mean, that's I one of the things very, that's that's the much. biggest thing in my life. Anybody that know me, like, man, Ken is a good father because, you know what I'm saying, I love my children. I, shit, I love my children more than life itself. Mm. And then any woman that came into my life, she had to be there for my children before you've been there for me. If you don't love my kids, then you can't love me. Okay. And and I mean I don't know if it's this goddamn drink I'm drinking, but you getting a totally different <laughs> can tonight, bro. Look, I was gonna ask you what you drinking tonight, bro. What you sipping on? Because I mean I'm day, giving it giving it to you, dog, from the soul, bro. I'm yeah. giving it to you from a place like my children, bro. I mean when God gave me that responsibility, bro, He placed it in my hand, and it, it's something that you need to handle as a man and really take pride in that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got a glass in your hand. You don't want to drop it because it's so fragile. You got to take pride in taking care of your children. Like, any man that's like, you create a baby out there, but you don't want to step up. Yo. You don't want to. No, for me, if I have a child, it bothers me, man. Not, hey, how my baby doing? I mean, did they make it home safe? You know, if they're going out of town, I'm calling to make sure they had a safe trip. Yeah. What nigga can walk around and be like, man, I don't give a fuck about my kids. They made it. You know, they're going out of town. You know, they on going to fucking, let's say, New York. Mm. You didn't even call to make sure they made it there safe. Mm. Come on, man. I don't give a damn if you got a relationship with that woman or not. It's so much shit happening in the world, man. It's too many niggas that just take that shit for granted. Come on. Like, you know what I'm saying? I got a kid. So what? I made a baby with that chick. Shit, she gonna take care of that kid. Nah, let, nigga, where you at? Let me let me tell you this, Ken. Like, when I when I had my son, before I had my son, I was out on the block. Like, I took pride. For hanging out in the neighborhood on the block with the homies and doing all that, you know what I'm saying? Smoking, whatever it was. When I had my son, you, it made me realize, stuff. you know what I'm saying? I, I couldn't. The the milk was the same price as like a uh, like a half. So I was like, dang, I can't go buy half the smoke or whatever. And my and my son needs some milk. You know what I'm saying? Like 
it was like it was one or the other. You know what I'm saying? And I with the foundation that I had that I was blessed with, you know what I'm saying? I chose my son because he didn't ask to be here. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And I wasn't trying to be no deadbeat dad because you know what I'm saying? I had my dad in my life and that was a blessing. So, yeah. you know, that's what I look towards, you know. So I had that foundation. I was lucky to have that foundation. So right. I chose my son over the streets because I mean, we all know that the streets is not, you know what I'm saying? It, it ain't no winning outcome on that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It, it, it's, it's not no, it's not no fucking uh, Hollywood story where you're going to be successful in the streets and, and do your thing. We already, we all know how to end because we've seen homies, we've seen OGs. They all, you know, either dead, they went to jail, came back, or they locked up, and yep. did all that stuff like that. So all of them. we all know the outcome as for what's going to happen in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Homies turn on you. You know what I'm saying? It's all kind of crazy stuff like that. So, yep. you know what I'm saying? I just went with what's best and what was right in my life to raise my son. And I, you know what I'm saying? I dedicated that. And I tell my son, and, and I tell myself that, you know, not myself, but I tell my son all the time that he helped change my life. Because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have had that discipline to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Oh, I can't go out to the homies. I can't go to the club. I can't go to the SIG. I got my son. And I took the back. SIG. <laughs> the SIG back in the day. Oh, man. Popping back in the days, you know what I'm saying? Callback, man, for real. The SIG was popping back in the days, man. Yeah. So, so the homies was going to the SIG. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the bed with my son. You know what I'm saying? And 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 I, I had fun with that. I took pride with that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, you know, but everybody don't have it. And I think, you know what I'm saying? Like, like what we talking about, you know what I'm saying? I think just take discipline and whatever you do to make it successful. If you want to be a basketball star, if you want to be a better husband, if you want to have, if you want to elevate in your job, it takes discipline. It takes grind. And you know what I'm saying? It takes patience because you're not going to be the best at it when you jump in it. You know what I'm saying? It takes growth. Like Ken saying, you know what I'm saying? If you're a plane up there and people on the ground, they ain't going to see where you, they, they ain't going to understand it. Like you said, like it's gonna be like an alien. Like, damn, what he doing? Until they mm-hmm. actually get into that situation, then they gonna be like, damn, I understand. Um, at that point in his life, why he was doing what he was doing. You right. know what I'm saying? People don't understand it until they gotta walk the, the shoes that you was in or whatever. Until right. they go question and they go talk about you, but when they get in that situation, then they gonna be like, damn, the homie Ken. I see why he moved that way. I see why he went that direction. I see why the homie Bear. Stop doing what he was doing. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I think we got a little off subject as far as why black Americans are least likely to get married. But uh, <laughs> no, nah, I think I think we yeah, were right on time, bro. I yeah, think we, that, we were right we, on it. I think it was like influence, man. Yeah, yeah, influence. Thing. I mean, we kind of touched mm-hmm. on that, you know, basically yeah. outside people has a lot to do with it. Like the people yeah. that you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to stay surrounded positive people, bro. And at the end of the day, you know, to keep a, a strong marriage, that's why they say married people need to hang out with married people. But I'm going to add to that. It's not just married people need to hang out with married people. Positive married people need to hang with positive married people i mean because if if it's gonna be you married but you doing some shit that i don't partake in because they got marriages out there that's really not positive they got couples that's married and that's faking the funk and doing shit that doesn't really move it doesn't really move my needle so if you're not doing shit that's on my that's on the same level as me and it kind of goes back to my analogy for us being in the air and being a plane if we can't see eye to eye and we're not on that same level i'm growing but yet you're not then we don't need to be in the same area. We don't need to be in the same environment because I only want to socialize with people that's doing the same things like me. I can't see myself fucking with somebody that's not 
that's on the block. Because there's a lot of people that would still be here right now raising their children or being a part of their kid's life had they got off the block, had they focused on their children. There's a lot of people that's six feet under because they didn't leave the block. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Anytime you put friends and homies before responsibility, that's a big problem for me. Mm-hmm. Dude, to go back on your airplane analogy, I just I just love that. And more I think about it, dude, because it's just like, you know, when you're up there, I mean, when you're a plane, they can see you from the ground, but you can't see them from you the can't see them. You can't see them. You can't see them but they can see you because it's not the fact that you're just getting higher, but you're just getting bigger. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Man. You're just taking it to a whole nother level, man. So let I, me I'm add something to you. Let me add something to you, bro. Because you are you are exactly on the analogy that I had made when I started this whole analogy. Mm. Yeah. You still a plane. Yeah. They don't know what the fuck you are from exactly. where you at, but you still a plane. Yep. In, in their mind, they don't know, man, that's a UFO. What is that? That's a helicopter. That's a star. They have never been up there. But mm-hmm. because you're there, bro, and you know what I'm saying? I had the, the opportunity to, to catch trips, to catch planes. I know what it's like to see the view from up there, I looking know, down. So beautiful. But Yo. people that has never got up there, they don't know what it's like to look back down. Hey, Kenya, mm-hmm. let me piggyback yeah. off your analogy. Let me piggyback. <laughs> we loving this airplane. That's a new one, man. Hashtag airplane. Hey, bro. Airplane, Hashtag plane mode. Yo, there when you go. go there, you know what direction you're going. See the people, yes. you see the people down there, you see the direction they at, you see where they at. They're mm-hmm. right there in that situation. They're in that, they're right there. But you in the, you know where you're going. You're no direct, you know the direction you're going. Those people, they don't know the direction you're going because right. you're not up there. You know, yeah. what I mean? they don't know your destination either. They don't know your you know where your destination is going. Yeah, you know hey, you know what? Oh, I got another one. I got another one. And they looking at you up there and they say, Oh man, look at him. He's moving so slow, he ain't even going nowhere. Mm. Dog. <laughs> hey, you know man. what I'm saying? They're looking at you like, man, you ain't even going nowhere. You, ain't going you, nowhere. you just sit, you just sitting up there in the air, man. What you doing? What you doing? He hugging. He hugging. Hey man, hey man. Man, I'm loving this analogy, brother. Airplane mode, dog. That's a new one. Airplane mode, man. Hey, bro. Huh. Growth, baby. Growth, baby. That's Straight growth up. right there. Dang, dang. Lord, I didn't already told you, bro. <laughs> Money. Put that shit on a shirt and let's go, goddamn. Let's go, baby. Let's go. To... I'm talking to a guy. Um, I've been knowing him for a while and stuff like that, but he hit me and uh, we finna. He, he got some uh, corrections. He got some things that's gonna help out my website and stuff like that. So I'm gonna talk right, to him. We got a little meeting. We gonna talk about that, and then you know, like I, like said, I say, hey, I know them folks. They ready to go to that next topic, bro. We don't, you know, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't gave, we didn't gave them, we didn't gave them by damn near forty five minutes on that topic, bro. So, hey, for real though. Okay, okay. Uh, let's get. I mean, this is what the show is about, man. As far as how much attention does a man really need? I wanted to put in a relationship, but I didn't. But how much attention does a man really? need okay let me jump on that i like that bear let me jump on that one okay here's my thing i don't think it's fully like a lot of attention that the man needs personally i don't need a lot of attention what i need Mm. is that respect and and that and that acknowledge acknowledge (laughs) you know what i'm saying i need you to acknowledge me that's all i need you know what I'm saying? If you my woman, I just want you to be, I just want you to put out there, I appreciate you. Yes. Yeah. I just want you to put out there. I just want, you know, and you don't even have to say it, 
because I'll know it from what you do and how you act around me and how you act around everybody else. Because once you give me that respect and once you give me that acknowledgement, everybody else is going to see it. Mm, yep. You know what I'm saying? And I don't even have to say anything about it because the thing is, it's going to be emanating from you and people are going to come back and be like, dude, I don't know what you did, but yo, she, she got, uh, you got that. You get, you got, you got whatever, whatever you're doing, dude, keep it going because you can see it in her walk. You can see it in her talk. Yeah. You can see it in her actions. You can see it whenever somebody brings up your name. Mm. Mm. You know mm. what I mean? So, like I said, I don't need the attention. I just want the respect and the admiration. Man, yeah, you know, boy, hey, hey, just the acknowledgement that that's what I'm saying. That acknowledgement, yeah, yo. like you know, what so far for this family, you know what I'm saying, is 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 worth it. You know what I'm saying? Like just just show that you care. Like you mm-hmm. say, re- respect it. I I don't think it's an attention thing because you know, you know, you're gonna get the attention when you get the respect. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If she respect you, she gonna give you attention. You hey. know what I'm saying? She knows what you're doing for the family. She knows that you. To be honest with you, what I if you see what I'm doing for the family, just have my back when I need it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if you see that I'm down, you know, just just encourage me if I need it. You know what I'm saying? I can't be strong 24 seven. You know what I'm saying? Us black men, we go through a lot. You know what I'm saying? The man, world that, is on our that shoulders. burden is so hard. The world Heavy. is on our shoulders. We deal with politics Ooh. at work. We probably getting passed up on 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 positions that we supposed to have. You know what I'm saying? Bruh. We got twice as hard. You know what I'm saying? The stress level is real out there. So hey, just have my back mentally because sometimes I might need it. You know what I'm saying? So I just 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 acknowledge me, baby. Just respect me. Just show that you care. Show that you know what I'm saying that you admire the uh, the hard work that I'm putting in for this family. That's all it is. You know what I'm saying? But like like I think I think respect is gonna bring attention. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and 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 that's all I want. That's all that any man wants. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So. Amen. Boy, 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 y'all boys cooking tonight, boy. Y'all cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, shit, y'all cooking. Hey, hey, man. I hey, man, you fucking you, man. Energy, dog. I had to jump on. I had to jump on. The, the, what y'all bringing tonight, bro? I, I honestly, this probably one of the the, the yeah. only shows that I can honestly say y'all that y'all didn't came with the thunder. And I mean, I hate that Erica ain't here, but but again, this show so. really didn't need her here. You was because. cooking. You was cooking earlier. I, I know, him. man. That's what I'm saying. Boy, he was. I mean, like you brought that heat. You brought that heat. I was jumping on it. When he threw his his shoulders up and he was just making all the shots in the... I said, this boy Ken is smoking right now. Hold on, man. His head fell off, dog. I was like... Yeah, yeah. But you know, the head (laughs) off, because I've been drinking and I was feeling kind of good, man, and I knocked my damn head off. (laughs) But, but, uh, I mean, y'all boys didn't touch on every topic, man. Like what you said when you said, man, men don't really need that, just need respect and, you know, appreciation. All the things that you guys have said is spot on. I mean, I'm going to just come at it from a different angle. Okay. I mean, because y'all didn't cover those two. So there's no need for me to cover that as well. I but mean. what, like I said, what we, it's nothing wrong with telling me, hey, baby, you look good today. Baby, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know, when you go get your hair cut, acknowledge that. Because, I, I mean, I do this for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to get a fucking haircut. I can just be, I can thug it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't but no, the no. fact that I took time to go, you know, clean up, hey, baby, how you like my hair? Mm-hmm. I like your hair like this, baby. And I go get it done the way you asked me to. Come on, boy. The way nobody else asked me to. Come the on, way boy. you, because I can, hey, I can easily do it the way I want to, but I done it the way, hey, baby, that you asked me to. So mm-hmm. when I come home and I hit the dough, I want to hear, baby, 
that show look nice. That show like your haircut. Because <laughs> I mean, and, and and like I say, give me what I give you. Give me what I give you. When you go get your hair done, uh -huh. oh, and, and like I say, I say this, and I probably will if she was here or if she heard me, she'd probably get on my ass, but I'm gonna still say it. <laughs> give me what I give you, because I don't, and I'm guilty of not always giving it, but uh -huh. You know, I do. So baby show look nice. You know, so she want to hear that. So so sometimes I want to hear that, too. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I'm saying? When, you know, when you go, you know, put on your nice shit. Damn, baby. You show fine. You're a fine little motherfucker. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't care how you say it. How you, how it's, it however she like it. You however you like it. However but she sometimes like it. when I throw my good shit on, when I got my ah, 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 in the back and I, I got my smell good on. Damn, baby, you show look good. Like, tell that back know. to me. And there I think go. that Man, we don't necessarily need that attention, but we don't want to hear it from nobody else. Just like I don't want another nigga telling my woman how good she look. I want to be the first one to tell her. Yeah, exactly. Hey, exactly. We like that. We like that. You know what I'm saying? When, like you said, when the haircut, we walk in and she's like, damn, babe, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We go smile inside like, yeah, you know, hell yeah. You know, she, you know. Well, how hey, hey, you know, you do what you doing for. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do it for you. Hey, being being one hundred with you, it ain't nobody that's in a marriage or in a relationship that don't do it for their spouse. You do. I do. Like if you yeah, if you in the real. gym and you hitting them weights, mm. I'm hitting this shit for you, mm -hmm. for you to feel good about who you work, who you with. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what I'm saying. My thing is, I want you to feel good about the man you with, and the same way I feel good about the woman I'm with. Like mm -hmm. I, my thing is, no matter what you look like, I'm I know what I picked. And yeah. that's that's the thing. Like I know what I picked, yeah. So I feel good about you no matter what. But the thing about it is, I want you to always be prideful of what you got because I take pride in myself. She gonna take pride in herself. Like it's just you set the tone as a man to what you want in your marriage or in your relationship. Yeah. If you know, like I told, we had one episode before, and I said I would never tell my woman, you know, baby, or you 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 looking, you know, you're not looking good or whatever. If it was a way that I wanted mm -hmm. to motivate her. I would get out there and do it myself. Like, hey, baby, let's go out and let's take a walk. About that. Yeah, we talked about that. Like, uh -huh. there's no need for you to, yeah. if it's something that you want to improve on your woman, be the one to start it. Be the one to be behind her and, and light that fire. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you ain't got to say shit. You don't even have to tell her she's gaining weight. You don't have to tell her she's not looking good. All you got to do is say, baby, let's, you mind coming walk with me at the park? Yeah, let's go walk. Let's go walk. She don't even know why y'all walk. going walking. Yeah. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's go walk and talk. And then next thing you know, hey, next, man, you know there you go. There you jog. go, bro. Let's jog a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's no need for you to complain to your partners about, oh, man, you know, baby, baby didn't kind of gained a couple of pounds. She ain't ate too many honey buns. There's no need for that. <laughs> if you want to change it. Number one, number one, don't ever tell her that, period. No, okay. no, 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 no. You didn't tell her that. You're going to get caught up. <laughs> yeah, you're not telling her that. You having that conversation with your partner or something like that. Uh, yeah, and, you know, yeah. baby didn't kind of gained oh, yeah. a couple of pounds. But like I said, that's you can control all of that. Mm -hmm. If you see it, be that man to get behind your woman and, and, and support her unconsciously and don't even let her know that your your whole goal is to get her back going. Mm -hmm. And and I and I say this because okay. I'm gonna use this analogy, man. And this is deep, and I, I hate to go here tonight. Okay, but like my aunt, she had lost her son. Mm. And um, you know, I know that she needs some type of motivation. So when I when I go and you know go by a house check on her. Hey, Aina, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? I just want to, you know, get you out the house, trying to get you, get your juices back going, kind of get you back in the world, doing things on your own. And and like she didn't want to go out with nobody, mm. but because she trusts me as her nephew, she trusts me. 
she was able to say, you know what, baby, come on. You know, I trust you to, to, to guide me. I trust you to take me out to the store. I trust you to take me to church. And that trust was able to kind of get her back on track. Mm -hmm. okay. Your woman got to trust you in order to follow you. If I tell my woman, let's go somewhere because she trusts me, she going to go. So any nigga saying, well, man, she, I, I want her to go here, but she don't trust you. You know what I'm saying? If she like, nah, she, if she doubting, if she doubting your words, are you trying to uh, convince her to take her somewhere nice? If she trusts you, she's going to take your word for it and she's going to just follow you wherever you go. Yep. And that's what you need. You need a woman that's just like, baby, wherever you take me, I'm, I'm following you, baby. I trust you. Yeah. And, and I seen this also, you know what I'm saying? As far as like the, the, the female, you know, uh, these men, when you're picking the wrong men out there, first off, I think one of the questions you need to ask on these men, and you need to you need to see what his vision is. And I shared a story, I shared a video like that. You need to see what the vision is because if you understand what his vision is, then you can pick and choose if you don't want to follow this man's vision. You know what I'm saying? Right. Sometimes, you know, the female or the man, they they the looks and the beauty, and, and he might be nice or whatever, but you don't know what his vision is. He, he he might not have no goals. He might not be able to be have good leadership quali uh, qualities at all. He might just look good and he might be good in the bed. You know what I'm saying? But that's not going to have your relationship healthy for a good 10, 15 years. He don't have no vision. He don't have no qualities. He don't have no leadership type abilities because, and like you said, so now she's questioning, you know what I'm saying, the type of decisions you make. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. like I said, the looks and the sex go only go somewhere, go so far. You know what I'm saying? So I think like as far as people need to, as, as far as they go, you need to understand what that person's vision is and you need to fall in love with the vision of that person and the mindset of that person before you fall in love with the looks. You know what I'm saying? If he got a big thing and, and stuff like that, because a lot of people be like, oh, sex matters. Okay, yeah, it does matter to a certain extent. To but if extent, this man yeah. don't have no vision, no leadership skills, he finna send you down. It's going to be a, a sinking ship. Dude, you know, if you can't make that well, woman feel, if you can't make that woman feel safe, because it's more than that, you know. I mean, that's that's one of the main things I've always heard is the fact a woman says that she wants to feel safe. If she feels safe with you, and then I'm not talking about just you know physically safe, mm -hmm. I'm talking about financially, emotionally, spiritually, spiritually. If I say that mentally and spiritually, all of that, all five yeah. aspects, you know. So I mean, if she feels safe with you, that's what that's what you got to get because that's going to let, like you said. You know, looks and sex, that's going to fade. But that safety, that's going to last forever. And you know, sex is good. It still can lead to a toxic situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People stay in the situation. They stay in the, in the relation. The sex is good, but they toxic as hell. But, yeah. Toxic, yeah. What's the point? And, you know, you know, the biggest thing that we do as, you know, men and female mm -hmm. is we always say, oh, we can change them. We, oh, we, we can change them. You know what I'm saying? Well, oh, they got this. Oh, girl, he's so have a good thing. Oh, he's so good in bed. But then she already seen all the red flags. But she say to herself, but I could change him. And then the same thing for the man. Like, she may yeah. have some good sex. Yeah. And you saying, but you can change her. Yeah. You can't change nobody, bro. Like you can't, the, can't make a hoe to a housewife, huh? Yeah, the minute that we get past that, that you can change people, people, and that kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier about high school. People are who they're going to be. Yeah, they're not going to change, bro. If you've been solid from day one, bro, I've been knowing Floyd since goddamn we was damn near 12, 11, 10 years old. Mm -hmm. You know, we grew we grew up together. But the one thing I can say, he may have been, you know, doing his thing, you know, as a kid, which we all did bad, mischievous things. Mm -hmm. Right. But 
when you talk about the person, strip all that other shit down, he was always a good person. Yep. He was always solid. He wasn't one of them dudes that was just a whole ass dude doing whole ass shit. Mm-hmm. No, he may have done some shit in the street, smoking a little weed or whatever. But that's that's normal kid shit. But I'm talking about solid as a person. That's what oh, I'm talking sure. about. Like those type of qualities don't change. Oh, for you know sure. That, you, that's why I reached out to that boy. I mean, look, Floyd, you and I, we ain't talked since like what eighth grade, ninth grade, or something like that. But man, shoot, in a minute, I've, I've always knew. I, I've been knowing Floyd since sixth grade, man. And I yep. always knew it. ever since then. I was like, "Yo, that's that's a that's a real dude. That's right. that's that's a homie. That can, that's a homie for life, right there." You know what I'm and saying? You know, so, so whenever I got back on IG, I reached. I was like, let me, "Let me reach out to my boy real right. quick, man." You know. And so for those people that don't like, I say that didn't know me in school or didn't, you know, what I'm saying I had people tell me like, "Bro, I thought you was one way until I actually got the chance to know you." There's a lot of people that may have only knew you for who you hung with or the crowd that you hung around with. But people didn't realize, like, you know, I may hung around certain people, but that, you know, that wasn't me. That wasn't who I was as a person. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what I'm saying that's why I say negative energy. Sometimes you could be around negative people. And next thing you know, they think you're a negative ass person, too. Mm-hmm. Or they think you around you like the people you hang around. I've always been a person that had deep thought. and I always like to stand on my own, bro. I was never that type of person that needed a crowd of people. You know right. what I'm saying? I can defend myself. And you know what I'm saying? I run by myself, to be honest with you. So my crowd of people that I hang around is very limited. I may knew a lot of people, but I actually hung around few people. That mm-hmm. makes sense. I knew a lot of people, yeah, for sure. but I only called a few oh, people yeah. friends. Yeah. So, oh, I mean, but like I say, bro, I don't want to get too deep. Let's, let's keep it rolling, baby. Let's keep this train going. Let's keep the train rolling, man. <laughs> keep it going. God we got another topic? Oh, yeah. You got one. We got, we got sure. another topic. We got another topic. Bear, you got to chop. You got to tap out or something, Bear. What you no, got? no, no. I'm good, bro. Come oh, on. Let's keep okay. it going. We got another topic, man. Why don't men report domestic abuse? Oh, man, that's obvious. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Man? It's shame, man. They shame. It's probably. Um, you, talking about where you talking about when they're the victim? When they're, when they're the victim. Yeah, they're, they're shame. Oh, I thought you were saying like just in general, but you're saying when they the ones getting beat up? Yeah, yeah. why don't men report domestic abuse? Yeah, they're embarrassed. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. They're embarrassed. And like I said, they don't want people to know that, you know what I'm saying? And my thing is, this doesn't really apply to me. Mm-hmm. I, I, I couldn't even see myself envisioning myself in this type of situation. Mm-hmm. Like, because basically what that means is you're afraid of the woman. Mm-hmm. You're afraid to get out of this situation. Now, I know people that's in this situation mm. right now. Okay. Okay. And you and and I'm, let me let me let me go back to step one. See, it's steps to this shit. Mm-hmm. Step one, you knew from day one that she was not for you. Mm-hmm. You knew this. The minute that you got in that situation, but I can change her. I could change her, or <laughs> she, you know whatever. You shouldn't even been fucking with that woman from day one. And then what it ends up happening, bear? What ends yeah. up happening? Is she do some shit to you one day, whether she slap you, punch you, hit you, whatever, scare you, put you almost put your eyes out, mm. throw some alcohol in your eyes. Mm-hmm. Now you're afraid because she ain't told you, I right, nigga, I kill you. It ain't funny, but damn. It, it's not funny, <laughs> but these are this is real life situations. But it's not even just the physical though. It's uh it's not emotional, the physical, but mental, mental and emotional as well. It, it's mental because why were you there? Why were you even dealing with her? Mm-hmm. Why didn't you not pay attention to the flag? Yeah, I mean, number one, she's not your type. Number two, you know, you can't help like if you're a small guy, SA fence in Florida, 
You you five five. Mm, okay. Why would I date a woman that's six foot two hundred something that can throw me around? <laughs> I, I know how much I can live. I know I can only live five by two two forty five. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't got time to laugh, but I ain't got time to be resting your big ass. If a woman that. already didn't put in her mind, she got a dude that's one sixty five, like Tory Lanes. That's that's a perfect example. Mm. Why would you at Tory Lanes five four five three five whatever fucking size you is one hundred and forty five pounds one fifty? How are you yourself fucking with Megan Thee Stallion? You gotta present some type of physique to say I can handle you. You gotta let her know you can't handle me. And and that's why I say so for myself. I mean, I'm not no big ass guy. I'm five nine, right. five ten, about 180. I know my limitations. Mm-hmm. I can handle a woman that's two, two, two twenty, two thirty, but that ain't something I want to do on a daily. I don't right. want to have to fucking work out to handle you. I want to be able to on a bad day, you on a day where I didn't handle. You try to handle just you get. Yeah, bro, I don't want. I don't want to have to do no shit like that. Like I really gotta put in a sweat to handle you. Yeah, I don't want to do no shit like that, man. This is giving I mean, me flashbacks. Hashtag left leg. <laughs> I don't give a goddamn how beautiful, how fine she is, how big that booty is. Motherfucker, if you fucking six foot two or six foot three, I can't I can't do nothing with you, baby. You got them cats that be like, man, I like to climb that tree. Mm-hmm. Nigga, that tree gonna be that one to put the motherfucking paws on your motherfucking head. Hey, no you know, if, if Erica was here right now, Floyd, she'll be saying, I like to put that deal though yeah. in your that's the kind of situations <laughs> that, that go on with that. No, I can't. I can't handle a woman that's t- that's bigger and taller than me. I'm already right. I'm six one two. I'm six one two forty five. Man, that's that's. Bro, I ain't trying to go to jail, man. Because mm. a motherfucker feel like she can handle me, Florida. She, I feel like she got the best that of me. Time. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm against domestic violence and all, and I'm saying oh, this and all jokes. Right. That, but that first argument here, she go see, she go think she could handle you, bro, Floyd. I promise you, if I feel that motherfucker and threw me in the bedroom, bro. Mm. Uh, it might get a little crazy, bro. Like you ain't just gonna push me around, goddamn me. You, you know, if I feel like you didn't kind of rough me up a little bit, I, I might have to get a little bit more aggressive than I would have normally would get. Like Barry saying, she gonna try to get you with the left leg. That left leg, dude. I'm telling you, man, bro. Mm. But see, but hey, I ain't like y'all. You know, we laughing, bro. We really laughing right now. But yeah. in all seriousness, bro, it be those type of situations where the dude be a little guy. He be, you know, short guy, small, and he grab him a woman that's bigger than him. And and people people underestimate just because she a woman. Motherfucker can be strong, bro. Motherfucker yeah, can, can do some damage to your legs. You know what I'm saying? If you a dude and you because I know guys like that, that's really never really been big on weights, really never, you know, what I'm saying been a strong type of guy. And just because you're a man doesn't make you strong. Just because no. you're a man doesn't make you hard. No. All it takes is a woman to fucking slap your ass or punch your ass. It's like you ain't never been punched before. You bitch up. <laughs> you gonna, you gonna curl up in that fetal position. Be like, hey, yeah. And, 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 and see, my thing is, my, my father's always said, don't never put yourself in a situation where you gotta hit, put your hands on a woman. If you gotta yeah. do that, you need to leave. Need to so for out. me, if I'm with a woman that's already more dominant and I can look at her in statue and tell, damn, baby, I'm going to really have to, you know what I'm saying, do some shit to show you don't fucking play with me. You know what I'm saying? Because 
You need to go. It's natural that okay, if I'm if I'm fucking five nine and you six four, I gotta I gotta put a little strength on you to get you know what I'm saying, let you know like don't just handle me like that. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna be able to just say, "Come on, baby," and pull her. You're gonna have to goddamn yank her ass. Yeah. So for me, yeah. I'm not gonna put myself in that situation. And that's why I say, when I date, I date with purpose and intent. I know I can marry this woman. I know I can yeah. be with this woman. I'm not gonna date and fuck a woman. Oh, niggas be like, "Man, I'm gonna make me a a basketball player, so I'm gonna get me a big ass woman." Hey, you think she <laughs> less? You think she less submissive? You know what I'm saying? She bigger than I mean. Fuck yeah! Hell yeah! Man, any woman that's playing goddamn basketball that's six fucking five and six four, and she date a dude that's four five foot four, she ain't hearing that shit. Man, she palming your motherfucking ass. You spalled it, nigga. She palming your motherfucking ass, dunking you, nigga. You can't really tell nobody nothing like that, bro. Yeah, can y'all could y'all see Lisa Leslie with with Kevin Hart? Ain't going no, hell no. Bro. That's not happening, bro. Hell nah, bro. It don't, it don't matter. Honey, honey wise, mm-hmm. it don't matter. She's not submitting. It don't matter about none of that shit, bro. You can have a goddamn Kenny's dick. That yeah. shit don't matter, bro. Yeah. You, 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 you start in statue. She's not like, really gonna respect you. She gonna be like, you know yeah, I mean? she don't. She ain't respect if you. She feel like she can, if she feel like she could use your head as an armrest, <laughs> bro. I'm just saying, bro. And not only that, bro. It, it just, it's not a good look. It's not, I mean, I don't care what, it's just not a good look. So I can understand what some women that's tall say, I, you know, I want to date a dude that's, we can see eye to eye. I can, yeah. I can respect it. Yeah. I mean, because me, I don't want to look up at your big ass any goddamn way. Feels that. Weird. You look feels weird. Yeah. I mean, feels yeah, weird. I mean, I mean, especially because so I mean, they got some women out there who are like super tall and they would like wearing heels. So they're, yeah. they're going to make themselves that much taller than you now. That's another three man, or four inches just, right there. Man, like, man. Oh, but see, I look at it. Weird. I look at it this way. God created a motherfucker for her. He there's another six foot guy that's for her. Six foot five, six six. six, six he made six, somebody for everybody. Mm-hmm. And you got to remember that God made a person for everybody out there. Whether you, why is there men dwarfs and women dwarfs? He made somebody for them. So if you're a six foot <laughs> five woman, there's a six foot guy for you. That's tall women should date tall men. <laughs> Short guys, I mean, you know, sometimes opposite attract. You can do there's runoff scenarios, but I'm just saying there's somebody out there for everybody. That's all I'm saying, bro. Yeah, they got they got some scenarios that worked out, you know. But for the for the most part, you're right. Tall with tall, short with short. Okay, she must be tall. I don't know how tall you is, Miss Sam. I don't. I don't. If you six foot one, <laughs> I, I, you good with me? I'm talking about nine or something. Like the that. the five the six foot six women. If you six yep. foot six, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Women that are act that are that are well bo- above the the national yeah, average. I ain't talking about the normal six, average height. Six two six three women. Yeah, who are trying to date uh, a guy who's five eleven. That's just crazy. Yeah, but bro, that was easy, Floyd. You gotta give us a little bit more harder. Give me a little something more. <laughs> hey man, you know, hey man, we, we almost <laughs> wrapping up. You know what I'm saying? We almost wrapping up, and uh, it's a little light. You know what I'm saying? It's a little little light show. You know what I'm saying? They didn't want to go sure. deep or whatever. You know what I'm saying? We go build that up, but um. So the last question, man, like I said, you know, this is a little light. And I asked this question uh, on the show. I mean, on the page or whatever. Oh, she said. Uh, she said she's almost six feet. Okay. I'm um, one fourth of an inch from six feet. Oh, you good. You good. Yeah. You good, man. You, you ain't no plot of this conversation. You good. <laughs> Why well, receiver height? There you go. Yeah, she. Right. yeah she. So let, let's, let's, let's get to this one, man. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, how do you go about discipline your step kids? Ooh. How, how, do you, but, how do you go? Because it's a little tricky out there, man. It is definitely tricky, bro. It's mm. definitely tricky. Um, Barry, you, you want to go? You got step kids? No, I don't. I'm not experiencing right. this avenue, right. but I can well, see how, that, how that's going to be like real, you know. Yeah. It's a fine line on something like that. There's got to be a respect on both, on on all aspects, you know. Well, you know, I, I guess I'm gonna go first, bro. Only I'm gonna tell you the reason why. Out of respect, I've been drinking. That's number one. <laughs> number two, you hear me, Floyd? Yeah, I heard you. Yeah, I've been drinking. That's number one. And plus, you know, I have stepchildren, and this is an yeah. area that I, I've, I've dealt with. So I, it's like I'm speaking from a place of experience. Yeah. Go uh, for it. So you say how you go about discipline. Yes. My rule of thumb has always been, you know what I'm saying? If I haven't been there from birth, from mm-hmm. the time that they was born to like infant, if I haven't been there from that be- that stage, I wouldn't feel comfortable with disciplining their children because I haven't been there from the beginning. And if it, I mean, like, so say, for instance, if a woman have kids and I've been there from day one, from the minute she left the hospital, they zero, two months old. Mm-hmm. At that point, I've, I, I've raised that child like she's my own or he's my own. And, you know, so but if I come in and the child is six or seven years old, I haven't I haven't really developed any type of relationship yet to have the right to discipline your children. Mm-hmm. I mean, is you have to earn the right to be able to discipline a woman child. If you haven't earned that right, no man should be touching a woman child male if she has a boy or a girl. I yes. mean, because I have children out there. If you haven't got a relationship with my son and haven't even talked to me yet, you better not touch mine. You know what I'm saying? Because I got to know the type of man you are to even give you that permission to say, you know what? I trust you. You're not going to, you know what I'm saying? Do anything wrong to my child. You seem like you're a good guy. Mm-hmm. And, and you could see one way. But my thing is you have to prove to me. And what I mean, prove like you ain't got to go out your way. I'm going to just kind of, you know, check you out from afar. Your instinct. My instincts. My, that, my, I that might ins- have a, a good feeling. Gonna, it's gonna, yeah, that instinct is going to show yeah. you. Now, if my child come in and tell me every day, hey, dad, he did this to me. Hey, dad, he's picking with me. Hey, dad, he's doing this. There's no fucking way I'm going to give you the right to discipline my child. My child had already told me so much things about you that you've done. Whether you or I'm just picking with him. You don't pick with my kid. You're a grown ass man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't you don't pull my pants, my child pants up from the back and give my kid a wedgie. You don't do no shit like that as a man. We not raising little girls. We not on no motherfucking Nickelodeon. Those are not things you do to my child, to nobody's child. As because I look at myself, if I had somebody, just say Floyd, if you know what I'm saying, if I was, you know, if your son was under my tutelage or under my care, I'm gonna give your son the best. I'm gonna treat him like he's mine. I'm gonna make sure that hey man, I'm gonna level with you. I'm gonna sit and talk to you, man. I'm gonna try to tell you right from wrong. Before I get to that point, and we may not ever get to that point because I'm not your father, but I want to give you the best advice I can give you. I'm going to make sure, hey, Floyd, this is what I told your son. Before we go any further, I'm going to let Floyd know, hey, this is what your son did. This is what I told him. And I just want to let you know what he did. But, you know, I gave him, you know, some advice. This is what I told him. Now, at that point, you do what you want to do with it. And as that relationship grows between me and Floyd, Floyd will say, hey, you know what, Ken, bro, I appreciate all the things that you've done for my child. And I've seen that you always, you know, made sure that I knew what he was doing, what he did at school. At this point, man, you know what I'm saying? Just say this goes on for years. Mm-hmm. I trust you at this point to do whatever you need to do because I can't always make it. I live out of town. 
I can't always make it back to Beaumont to discipline him. But if you feel like he done something, you called and let me know. Hey, KJ was cussing out his mama. Well, do what you need to do. Yeah, and and I, and I think you and, and I think as far as dealing with stepkids, I think you need to have the proper communication with you know what I'm saying the the father or the mother or whatever you know what I'm saying yeah. vice versa the case. Yeah. Right? Even if that one, even if that woman is saying, "Oh, well, he's not involved in his son's life or whatever," you know what I'm saying. Uh, you you got to give him that benefit of the doubt. I, I was me personally. Yeah. Give him that still, I'm still yeah. reaching out to the dad and be like, "Look, man." Um, you know what I'm saying? I'm involved with the baby mothers and stuff like right. that. You know what I'm saying? And if yeah. son go or daughter go, you know what I'm saying? I, I just want to let you know as far as if they getting out of line, if they get if they disobedient, I will contact you first. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. You know, but see, some women don't want you doing that, Floyd. They don't. They don't. But they don't. They, some no. women have a problem with you overstepping your boundaries. Yeah. Like, that wasn't for you to do. You wasn't supposed to call him. You didn't have to. But see, my thing is definitely if it becomes like if they got girls, and this has been my biggest thing, I don't whoop mm-hmm. girls. Nah, there, I don't I don't whoop girls by no means. Like I may fuss at them, I may get on their ass, but I'm not gonna whoop them because okay. it's a fine line. It's a fine line. And if you cross that line, you can have your ass in somebody's jail. You can have your ass, you know what I'm saying? My grandma told me that, like, you know what I'm saying? You put a bruise on a little girl, you know, you hurt a little girl feelings too much. She might say, Hey, dad, uh, mommy, he did this to me, and you may not even been home. Mm. It's a fine line that you can't cross, and people be like, well, you know, they, you know, I give you permission to whoop my daughters. Nah, I'm not playing that game. Mm-hmm. I love, I, I'll love on them all day. And I'll, you know, I'll, you know, punish them and all that kind of shit. But I'm not putting my hands on nobody's daughter. Mm-hmm. I've never done that in my whole life. I don't like it, number one. And as a mother, I believe women should whoop daughters. Men should whoop sons. That's how I feel like it. Because a man, you got so much strength. You don't know sometimes where you didn't put too much on a little girl. Yeah, you didn't you didn't whoop her ass too hard. Mm-hmm. You didn't yeah. treat her like she's a little boy, and you didn't you know two off skin off her legs. Little girls got pretty legs, and you're not you're trying to whip them up and put scars on them. Back in the old days, man, their mentality was all fucked up because my grandmother didn't give a damn where you was boy girl. She would tear them legs up with that switch. Yeah, but yeah. you know what I'm saying. But nowadays, like I say, man, when I look at my daughter, I don't want to whoop my daughter with a belt. I'd rather her mother whoop her. I don't even want to be in the fucking room when she getting whooped. I, I'm gone. I'm gonna take me a drive. I'll be back. That's just me. Every guy in that choir like that. Yeah. I ain't never seen my dad uh, with my daughter. I mean, with my sisters. (laughs) I mean, it's not, and I'm going to be honest with you, that's not natural. Man, it's supposed to be daddy's baby. Mama's boy. The daughter was supposed to run to dad and say, dad, mommy's trying to whoop me to to help. And the dad's going to say, hey, don't let her, don't whoop her today. Let her make it. And then mama say, oh, I'm going to whoop her ass. Dad's like, nah, don't whoop my baby. That's in my mind how I interpret the daughter relationship with the father. He's saving her from her ass whooping. Like, I'm going to get on. I'm going to fuss at her. Mm-hmm. And then she said, he, she got you. The mama saying, she got you right under her thumb. She's far behind you. As a father, that's always been your goal to protect your daughter. Now, as my son, whoop his ass. <laughs> whoop his ass. I'll because, hold him down for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm look, I'm laughing when he get his ass whooped. But yeah. with my daughter and, and as a stepdaughter, I just that's not my role, and I don't want that role. Yeah. My role is when they feelings get hurt or when you whoop them and they crying, I'm gonna come back behind you and talk to them and let them know, hey, this is why you caught a whooping, this is why that happened, this is how you avoid that from happening next time. All your mama wanted you to do was this, all your mama wanted you to do was that. That's my job as a stepfather to come behind you and give them love and and um, uh, you know what I'm saying and, and give them okay. the discipline from a verbal standpoint. 
it's not my job to come behind you. And too many men love that role because they're a man. They're like, oh, she gave me the role to be a disciplinary. Mm -hmm. Then that, that child grows up presenting you. Mm -hmm. That child, like, I don't fucking like my stepdad. I can't stand his motherfucking ass. All that shit because you took that role and you abused it. It's kind of like a police officer that don't like black people. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got them keep them, them, them guys that used to get bullied on in school. They become a police officer. Yeah. Those are the ones that abuse their power. You got a dude that's a stepfather. You in a role to make a difference in a child's life. You abuse your power. You you abuse it and you whoop that child when a mother's not there. You just whooping her ass for little dumb reasons. That's not cool. Then you telling the mama shit that that girl probably didn't even do. And it, and and I mean, while we live, bro, and I hope the world is tuning in because there's some motherfucker out there that's doing this shit. Mm -hmm. There's some dude, a uh, stepfather that's treating a little girl, a little boy like this. Because it's not his kid, he don't give a damn. Yep. He don't he don't like the father, so he don't like the kids. They ain't these ain't these ain't my little motherfucking kids. Mm. Fuck these little kids. But he's mm. only saying that when he's not in the pussy. He mm. only saying that like when she's around, he loves him. Mm -hmm. But the minute that she's she got her back turned or she at work, he don't love them kids. Fuck them little kids. Kicking mm. on his fort and shit. Yeah, fuck them little kids. You know what I'm saying? Like when they gone, he picking with them, throwing them on the bed and shit. Get yeah. y'all ass out of here. Scram. Uh -huh. And, you know, saying little shit like that. And the niggas and people want to know, like, why God people don't like you? Like, why? You know what I'm saying? That why my uh, your daddy don't like me. As a father, you have a you have a feeling when a dude is mistreating your children. As a father, like I can tell when a dude has my child's best interest. Mm -hmm. Hey man, how you doing, man? My name is such and such. I just wanted to let you know, man. If you if you know, is it okay for me to reach out to you, if, uh, KJ, or what's Bryson give me any problems? Yeah, bro, it's cool, bro. Here's my number. Take my number down. If a dude don't reach out to you and he's trying to date your ex or date, you know what I'm saying, whatever woman you love, and he's trying to be real, and that's how you know if a relationship's serious. Mm -hmm. If yeah. a man really want to date you and really want to marry you, he's gonna want to say, hey, man, who who these kids' father is? Yeah. And, a women, and see, and the thing is, bro, I'm giving it to y'all so fucking real tonight, bro. I don't know, man. I, need, I don't need Yo, to drink this shit no more. I'm all this, man, because, I mean, you're giving me I don't need to drink that shit no more, bro. You're you laughing, bro. Well, what you drinking? I, I don't need to drink this shit, man. I, it's a lemonade Ciroc. I don't need, I made this kind of creative. Some shit I did on my own, bro. I don't need to drink this shit no more. Yeah, but anyway, because I think you got too much water in it. And it ain't, you know, the alcohol and that water don't go together too much. Nah, really yeah, but yeah. anyway, what I'm saying is, bro. A lot of times that women don't understand, like, a man has to go through the children first to get to you. He shouldn't go to you, then try to get to the children. Right. Like, when I meet you, and you know what I'm saying, you're getting to know me, and you allow me to meet your children, that, that, that to me is, a, is, a, is a, a privilege for women to say, okay, now I want you to meet my kids. Yeah. From that moment on, Floyd, yeah. my whole goal is to try to get to know your children and build a relationship with them. Even if that means sometimes me and you may not even have a date night. Let me take the kids out to a movie and just build a relationship with them. Yeah. Some men don't give a goddamn about the kids. All they want is the pussy. They're, look, the kid could be in there. And women stop doing this. And this is the thing that bothers me, bro. Women, I don't want to say women, but young, young girls, young mothers, they stop respecting themselves when you got children. Mm. When you got children and you, and you dating a man, it used to be my kids are home. You can't come today. Yeah. You know, my kids are here. You can't come try to have sex with me while my kids here. Let me wait yeah. until they've gone with their dad. So nowadays, women are fucking fuck them in front of the kids. Y'all, y'all, y'all go outside the, the door 
he uh Larry gotta go change this pipe. And next thing you know, he in there laying pipe to your ass and the kids listening to that shit. Uh, that that's the kind of stuff that that's where we at right now. And yeah. and the men that's are doing this shit to me, they don't have respect for you. They don't have respect for your children. They don't have respect because for her. Yeah. Anytime I've met a woman that I I've never done no shit like that. Never. Because I got respect for myself and I got respect for my the woman and her children. Yeah. If any woman say, hey, let's have sex in front of my kids, you uh, lost your motherfucking mind. I'm walking out the door. I'm, I'm, I'm done with you. Yeah. Because walking you don't up. have no respect for yourself. No. How the fuck would you want to have sex with me in front of your children? It's and I'm talking about they don't even have to be in the room. They just outside the room watching TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, just, just on the other side, children. on the other side of the door. That's, yeah, that's, like that's what, still, kind, of, that's what kind of woman or what kind of mother are you? So it are you goes back to my in, point. They can't even be in the house. They shouldn't even be in the house. It shouldn't be there. Right. Like you said, it should be. They should be with they right. they daddy or somebody right. else. Women back in the day would never do no shit. Like women would be <laughs> like, "Hey, my 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 children here. You gotta wait until they go with their daddy. Then you yep. can come over here." Or you know, they're they're, they're they're they they set it up. They planned when they wanted to see you. With their daddy Nowadays, or their grandparents or yes, just it, it don't even fucking else. matter no more, bro. It's like everything is fair game. Everything yeah. is about a fucking and a nut, and you know what I'm saying? It's just it just oh bro, it's just we in a bro. fucked up place, bro. bro. I, I don't even I don't want I mean, so that's what I'm saying. So for the man, he didn't lost respect for your children and he lost respect for you. So mm-hmm. how can you go yeah. into this situation saying, I want you to be over my children when he didn't already showed you that he don't give a fuck? He don't care about them little kids. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Fuck them kids. Like on uh, the best man say when they was uh at the part, they were like, man, fuck them kids. He didn't show you that's his true feeling. Mm-hmm. And you know, as a stepfather that's currently a stepfather that loved them little girls, sometimes, bro, the way I love is designed like you ain't gonna always see it today. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because like we, we had hard days, you know what I'm saying? We had days where they probably didn't think I loved them. Because we had to have those tough conversations with, mm-hmm. with her mother. We had to go through a lot of shit. But like I told y'all early in this conversation, marriage is about continuing to put in the work. I love my children, but there's days that I don't, I'm not always their best friend. We we got problems. Mm-hmm. You disrespect or you do some shit wrong, that is going to get on your ass. And the same thing with my stepchildren. I love you, but if you do something wrong, don't expect me to, to not say nothing. As a father, you know what I'm saying? My job is to tell you when you're wrong. As a stepfather, my job is to tell you when you're wrong. Mm-hmm. You can't sit here and be like, oh, that ain't my kids. I ain't got shit to say. Yeah. And, that, and that, that ain't my house. problem. And, and they in your house. They in your house. They on your watch. They in your house. They on your watch. And then that's your woman or your, <laughs> your man, whatever your significant other. That's their right. child. If what, you what part system you life, running? Yeah. Thank you. What system you, you have, running, bro? That's your. That's what, under your care. you running? And you gotta have it. And the thing is, you gotta show that united front as a parent, whether yeah. you're the step parent or you're the biological parents. You yeah. have to show that that united front that mm-hmm. I, I want to support your mother or your father. Like I said, whoever the whoever the real dynamic is, I'm going to support that individual. So you can't just come running to me and saying, "Daddy, daddy, stepmama did this," or "Mama, stepdaddy did that." And we're like, oh, "Okay." Yeah. You know, I, I just don't know what, what what type of man they got out there today, man. Because I mean, I'm I'm speaking from experience. I'm speaking from and like, you know, and a lot of times, bro, when we have these conversations, and I be thinking like, man, am I just am I crazy? Because like the woman, you know, be looking at me like, Kendra, you just got a hot head, or you, you know, you got an attitude. You need to calm down. And I be like, nah, you just don't understand. Like that's not a kid. Bro. 
That's yeah. my children. Yeah, exactly. And because, like, the thing is, like, I don't give a guy that, you know, the opportunity to fuck over my kids. Like, bro, I don't feel like you've done the right thing by my children. We got a problem. And, and I try not to be confrontational. But my thing is, bro, I know how I would do it. I know how I would come about a situation like any person that I've been over their children. Nobody can say, man, you know, Kendrick never hollered at me. Uh, Kendrick never, you know what I'm saying? Now, if I'm over your child, man, I want you to know, hey, man, hey, I'm, your daughters are under my care. I got them. If there's anything I can do, I'm not the father, but, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to step on your toes. Yeah, you get that. You know, but if you show that respect, I'm sure I'm giving it to you. If you I'm show that respect, they got it. They, if if they don't like you and you're still showing that respect, then you know that it's about them. It ain't about you. Bro, bro, my thing, my, the only time that I have an issue, bro, after I give it to you, bro, and I and I step, I take a step back. Like, hey, man, you know, it's, it's, it's all you. These your daughters, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Anytime you need anything, hey, I'm not trying to step on your toes. I just want to help you. You know, mm -hmm. I want to be that support system. And you show me, like, man, now nah, you got it, homie. No, nah, nigga, what you mean? I got it. I mean, because you got to understand, I got it regardless, but I'm just trying to let you know. Right. I, I don't need your help, but because they're your children, I'm trying to give it to you first. Right. Just say, hey, bro, I'm not trying to step on your toes. Because, you know, sometimes, like, you don't want to ever hear him saying, say, well, shit, that nigga don't even holler at me. Nah, bro, I'm trying to give it to you. Yeah. You got to want it. Now, if you don't want to take care of yours, hey, bro, don't worry about it. I got that's it. That's a whole other one. That's a whole other one. Don't worry about it. I don't, you know, I got it. But <laughs> yeah. the only people that, like I say, man, the only people that hurt at the end of the day is, is the children. Because yeah. I don't want to ever be in a situation where the children feel like I came in between their relationship with their father. I always want to be a positive force to encourage you getting along with your children. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of kids out there, man, that don't have that relationship with their father. There's a lot of children in Bowman that probably haven't even met their father. But mm -hmm. like when I'm dating a woman, I always want to know like who 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 their dad is. I might know this cat. Yeah, right. And if I know the cat, I think that's an important question too, bro. It's not. Yeah, it really is. But some people say it don't matter. It does matter. It does. It matters, bro. It matters, bro. Mm -hmm. it, it's not because I want to know just to know what you did. I don't give a fuck what you did. It's just I want right. to know. I want to know because, like I said, bro, at the end of the day, if I know the cat, I want to have the option. Like I told, I want to have the option to know if I choose to speak. If a dude don't want to be present in them children's life, I want to know. Fuck it. Now, I, if I see you in in the public, I know how to how to treat you. Yeah, don't I know put how me to in a position. That. Yeah, yeah. Don't put me in a position where I, if I don't know and I'm speaking to a dude, and the whole time, you know, that's your kid. You know, don't put me in a position like that. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying. Don't don't do me like that. Yeah, man. And with that said, man, we go wrap the show on that one, man. You know, uh, man, we we dove deep. We we didn't we didn't we didn't have another hashtag moment. Bro, this, this, hope, you know, bro, this 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 show here, shit, this is one of your best shows, bro. Man, Boy, some, 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 <laughs> bro, this this shit had so much real real in it, bro. This is one of your best shows. You don't even know it, man, bro. This mm. was dope, man. Hey, look, man, I appreciate y'all. As always, for coming on, enlightening us, dropping, bro. You know what I'm saying, dropping some jewels, some information, some, some real shit. You know what I'm saying, man. I appreciate you, Bear, for tapping in. You know what I'm saying, and and always, Ken. You know what I'm saying. I appreciate you for coming on. You know, it felt like a conversation we always have on the phone too. All the time, bro. Iron sharp and iron, baby. And, <laughs> and with that said, man, I'm I'm gonna see y'all again. I'll see y'all soon. Holla, All right, bro. Be, be appreciate you. That's the bet. So man, look, man, that was that was a dope show. 
some juice was dropped in that one, man. This was a heartfelt conversation, man, and stuff like that. Uh, I appreciate everybody that commented. I appreciate everybody that shared, liked, supported the show as always, man, 2023. I got some great things in store for us, man, for the show, for the platform, for the brand. Uh, just hit 12K. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to get to 20. We're trying to hit 20K for show. We're getting there. We're slowly getting there. We're at 12K or whatever. So, you know what I'm saying? Please share it to your friends. Please tell your friends, you know what I'm saying, about the show. You know what I'm saying? They could tap in. They could call. They could do whatever they need to do. Um, you know what I'm saying? As far as, uh, you know what I'm saying? To be a part of this, uh, be a part of the show, be a part of the brand itself, man. So until then, until next Friday, 8 p.m. Central Time, you know what I'm saying? I'll see y'all again, man. Y'all have a great weekend. Y'all have a blessed weekend. And continue going out there, achieving y'all goals and making a, a difference in life, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to holler at y'all, all right? 100.